afternoon. Good afternoon, Phil. Lovely um, to see you again. Thanks very much for joining. Um, for those who don't know, uh, today is, I'm speaking to Sean, and Sean is a retired teacher yeah. who now takes some time to uh, indulge in some live music promotion. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's where we are now. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks very much for doing this. No, you're very welcome. Um, you're very welcome. So if, if you don't mind, we can start with the teaching yeah. side of things then. Yeah, so yeah. Um, how long were you a teacher and when did you start? Oh, dear me. Well, I, I, I finished, I came out my training in. Uh, July '88, and then I started work in September '88, and I and then I did thirty four years at the mm-hmm. the chalk face as people called it. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, most of that I did my my first year I did it over in North Shields at uh, Thomas More mm-hmm. High School, which is where I did my long teaching practice. Okay. And then uh, halfway through that year, a job came up at St Joseph's in Heaven, and um, at at that point I was just about to get married, uh, mm-hmm. and my wife. To be was living in heaven, uh, and and I, I, I knew of the school, so I decided that I would go for that job, mm-hmm. um, and got the job. And basically, I I had I stayed there, and I and I had I had no real desire to to, to move on. I just felt mm-hmm. very much at home there, and um, I got married, and we we, we, we we got a house in Jarrow, so I was living uh, cheap by jowl with all of the mm-hmm. all the kids, and it was it was one of those situations where. I was living in the community where I, where I, where I was that I was serving, mm-hmm. um, and it was my parish. My parish church was there, um, and then my sons came along, and they all went to the look went to St Matthew's in Jarrow, and then they went. They came, and you know there's that thing looming about where they're going to come to come to the school where Dad was working, but they'd yeah. already had an experience of having Mom teaching them in the primary school. So right. so uh, yeah. yeah. So that but you know when I. The thing was, we, we had that conversation with them. We took them to a few schools and, and, and you know, they each said, oh, well, we're quite happy to go there. And they also knew of other, other mm-hmm. teachers' children who... Sorry, other teachers who had children in the school. Okay. So they were... It gave me a little bit of an insight when they were saying, yeah, it's fine that the kids mm-hmm. don't get it. There's no issues, really. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it was, a, it was a lovely place to work. I really enjoyed it. Started working yeah. under Bill Moran mm-hmm. uh, and, and then Bill retired. Uh, and the majority of my time there was under... Under Joe Campbell, who was, I mean, the, the man was a force of nature, you know, he was, he was a terrific guy, so committed, uh, and, and very, very intelligent man, with a really interesting background, you know, he left school with no qualifications in Northern Ireland, then right. he kind of then went back to education, and, mm-hmm. and then he ended up as a doctor of chemistry, and it was, what, it was, you know, the kids were fascinated when he used to tell them that, you know, that he left with no qualifications, and, yeah. and his journey about going from you know, how he then had to sort of like go back and reinvent himself. And that was fascinating, you know, and, and it was great to work with Joe. Joe was a, was a great man. Uh, mm-hmm. He did so much for the kids and the kids loved him, you know. Um, and under Joe, I mean, I, I was working in the languages department and then um, quite, quite happy then. Then up, this job came up for head of uh, personal and social education and, and you know, I'd, I'd never contemplated that. Okay. But I, I, it certainly was something I, I got interested in, you know. It was, mm-hmm. uh, once I'd been teaching the lessons and it was all about, you know, stuff that was the, the total counterpoint of the, of the academic work I was doing in school. It was kind okay. of personal development stuff and I got really interested in it. Yeah. Because I always believed that schools were about more than being exam factories and it was kind of suited my personality. And, yeah. and what we did was uh, I went for the job and got it and then I spent 12 years sort of building up that side of things in school. And, and I had a lot of support from Joe. You know, Joe, Joe was a man who was very keen on the kids getting good exam results, but he was also very yeah. keen on making sure that, that they were well served in knowing what the world was like outside of academia, you know, and, and learning mm. how to deal with, 
with real life issues and yeah. and I enjoyed building up the curriculum and going to them and saying joke and I can I take a group of kids down to a drug rehabilitation centre in Shields and meet them and he was like mm-hmm. yeah go for it and the kids thought this is you know or can yeah. I and I just doing stuff that was quite daring you know and quite interesting mm-hmm. and uh, and and stuff where it was just yeah, the absolute opposite of, of the academic squeeze that the kids were going under. Yeah. They'd have a lesson where they just could sit and talk about stuff that really mattered to them, about relationships, about about choices about their lives and stuff, and about making safe, sensible, mm-hmm. thought-through choices. And, and it was great because um, the staff got on side with it. I did a lot of training with the staff, so I developed relationships with my colleagues from other departments because yeah. I was, you know, obviously with this, it was a cross across the school thing mm-hmm. and working with 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 people who try to bring them along to see things and that was really enjoyable you yeah. know and they they, they they felt that they could then go into the lessons and do them well and mm-hmm. and give the kids a good deal and I think that was very that was very good and you know it was perfectly happy to stay there uh, and I became a governor of the school and then I went and did some work in the RE department as well and loved that and did some work for the diocese and yeah. Hexham and Newcastle and, and I loved it, you know, I mean, it, it, I had no desire to go anywhere else and mm. uh, and just stayed there, which is quite unusual nowadays. I don't think anybody stays in a school for their full career now. I think that's no. that's very, very much changed now. Mm-hmm. And then in 2018, just decided that I was just very tired. Okay. Uh, very tired and, and decided that it was, it, this was not, it was... It wasn't an old man's job, you know. Mm-hmm. Or well, I'll 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 rephrase that. <laughs> the way I would do it, it it wasn't something I could do as an old man. Okay. I just felt that the energy was 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 waning, and I was mm-hmm. I was I was going to school, giving it a hundred percent, and coming home, and and, and yeah. I, I didn't have much left for me for my family, and that was something which I became more of an issue in my mind, and I thought I've yeah. got to do something about this. Okay. So just sort of retired. From there, mm-hmm. uh, and decided just to do a little bit of supply, mm-hmm. uh, and then sort of, re- re- sort of reset my life a little bit, and, and and do some do some other things. Yeah. Um. So yeah. yeah, that was that. That's pretty much a a summary of how we got from there. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So there we go. A whistle stop tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of, a, of a hell of a career. Well, you know, I I loved it, and and it's nice. I, I when I'm when I'm doing the music now, I'm, I meet a lot of me former students around okay. the place and. You know it's great. Uh, I think I think the best comment you can get is when is when someone comes up. You well, first of all, they come up to you and want to talk to you, yes. which is nice. Yeah. Uh, and secondly, they come up to you and say, "Do you know what it is, Mister Conan? I, I I hated French man. I was I hated it, but you know I really like your lessons." Yeah. And you go, oh, I couldn't. That just makes my day, it's, you know. And you go right. Yeah. I'll take that any day of the week. Yeah. Um, because to me it's 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 about all about the relationships, you know. It's yeah. it's it's you kind of if you learn a bit of French, it was accidental yeah. with some of the classes, you know. It wasn't really about that. It was about yeah. getting them just to be decent human beings, you know. I guess that's that's a thing, isn't it? That type of thing is a compliment like no other. Oh, oh absolutely. It, you, know. It, you know that that kind of goes to the heart. It, I just think to myself, yeah, that's exactly what I wanted. Yeah. Because they're basically saying that I made a connection with you on a human level. Yes. And it wasn't just an academic experience. Yeah. Uh, and that to me is what, you know, if I not get all deep about it, but, you know, I, I'm of a generation in education where it, to me it was about, I felt that I was going in there and it was my job to kind of work with them where they were and give them a bit of experience that I've got, a little bit of advice, a little bit of guidance mm-hmm. and, and sort of help them to just to, to understand themselves a bit more, yeah. to make healthy, sensible decisions about whatever. 
Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that's why I like the PSHE so much. There was a, you, you got into aspects of life that were much more important than just exams, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and for them to come up and say, you know, you had a positive influence on my life and I, I'll, I, and I, it's so much so that if I see you, I'm going to come up to you and shake your hand and say, you know, hello, it's nice to see you. How are you doing? Absolutely. And, and that, that's, that to me is, is you know you've succeeded in your, in your role. Yes. And that's not just defined by did they get a decent exam result. You know yeah, I mean? that's not defined by an A star or, uh, a, or nah. a C minus. Or which, which are nice you know. as part of the package, but to yeah. me, it's it's the, the the more I got into my career, the less imp- no, the more important the other stuff became. Yeah. Because I was still focused on getting a good result from them and teaching them well. Yes. But that got easier with experience. Yes. The bit that I was spent a lot of time doing was to build up the the sort of the the personal education stuff, which I, I thoroughly yeah. thoroughly enjoyed, you know. Yeah, producing you know fifteen sixteen year olds who are well rounded young people, and making as you say, thoughtful, hopefully sensible decisions. Yeah, and that's all like you that. can do is, yeah, is yeah. just ask them to ask themselves questions. Yeah, and to tell them you're gonna get it wrong. I get it wrong to tell them that I've got it wrong to talk about you know my own experience. I had no issues with that at all. Yeah. You know, I would tell them about you know I'd always talk about I'd always sort of kind of start a, a topic with them by talking about my own personal experience. Mm. You know how um, if we started talking about alcohol, I'd all, every time I tell told this story, it 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 just you, you got a level of attention that you'd never normally get, and and mm. uh, and and, and you, you'd get everybody listening and looking at you. You know. Yeah. I'd say, you know, um, I thought my dad was the coolest man in the world because we used to go to church on a Sunday morning and we'd come straight out of church and go to the pub. Yeah. Uh, and I said, and then I would tell them I was like 14 at this time and him and me brother and me would go to the pub and I thought my dad was the coolest man in the world. Yeah. And he'd, he'd buy me a drink. Mm-hmm. And the kids like, what? And I, I said, yeah, yeah. And he'd, he'd sit and we'd spend a couple of hours in the pub and he'd, we'd just crack on, we'd play few bits of dominoes and mm-hmm. and I said it was only later I realized how incredibly careful however how very very intelligent that was mm-hmm. to introduce somebody to alcohol in a way put it into context yeah. in a protected mm-hmm. supervised manner mm-hmm. a responsible like you know legally he was breaking the law yes but in terms of being a good father and educating his son about the place of alcohol in your life and how it's in a social context and how yeah. it's all about being sensible it's mm-hmm. all about being measured yeah, and uh, I tell them this story, and I, and uh, and they love it. And that 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 thing about where you draw them in, you tell them a story about yourself because they're yeah. dead nosy, you know. Oh, they, they, they love to know about sir. <laughs> and so what you do is you. And I, I found that works every time. I've done that dozens of times. Every yeah. time any group of kids I've talked to, it just generates that whole mm. discussion about yes. alcohol, and and you know it's all about talking to them as about real life situations and choices yeah. and that that's yeah. really to me that's where I got the real joy towards the end of my mm. career you know so that that shifts slightly away from the academic side the oh, learning side to the personal development personal side development. yeah and that, that was a real a real focus of interest for me yeah very much so yeah yeah yeah, yeah and tell the passion that you had for it well do you know what it is it just it, it just when I saw how they reacted to those lessons mm. And how they would, there was just a different level of engagement. Yeah. It made me realise how valuable these things were. And then they'd come up to you and talk to you about it and say, oh, it's great, I really enjoy that. Oh, what are we doing next week? Uh, or, you know, it really made me think. Or that, and and I, I thought, right, this is, this is where they are. This is what they need. Yes. 
uh, and and I was very fortunate to be in a school where Joe Campbell let me let me mm. let me have a lot of freedom in what I did, and then and then you look at um, five seven years later, the government would publish documents saying this is what a good scheme of work for personal social education looks like, mm. and I had a great great sense of of personal satisfaction. You know, mm. I looked at it and thought, well, this is what I've been doing for for the last seven eight years, you yeah. know. Uh, and and it was great, and and then to go and talk to other schools about this, what I'm talking to you about, how how yeah. how how to do it, how to put the things in place, mm. and, and that's what that's the work I was doing with the diocese, with the other other partner schools in the yeah. in the Catholic sector. I was going out and doing that, you know, and so quite innovative in the time. Then. It kind of well, yeah. I, I suppose it was, you know, I, yeah. I, it wasn't sort of a big ego pro project. It was just I just thought this is this is good for kids, you know, and and people came in and saw that it was and said, can you can you come and tell us how to do it? And, yeah, no problem. Yeah, and and that was good, you know. I enjoyed doing that and and, and kind of spreading the word outwards and yeah, it was lovely, you know, and I really enjoyed that. And yeah. uh, that's that's that was great, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All about producing those, as you say, those young adults that are hopefully well rounded. Well, you know, education's not just about passing exams. Mm. You know, you look at the, you, you know, you can get all sort of um, philosophical about it and kind of dewy eyed about it, but ultimately, you know, what are schools for? Mm. You know, what do we want our schools to be for? What do you want? What do you want your kids to learn? What do you want? What skills do you want them to have? Yeah. Over and above the uh, the exam results thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, that that's something that you sort of get interested in as a parent, for example. You know, oh yeah. You yeah. look. I mean, you look at kind of you look at a photo from this from a school in the nineteen forties, uh -huh. and it's rows of desks and a mm. teacher at the front mm. with a chalkboard, uh. and then. Quite often you're going to a school now, and it's rows of desks, and a teacher at the front with a whiteboard. With a whiteboard. And it's like, okay, uh -huh. so what's actually changed? Yeah, there? I th I think you're right. I th I think a lot has changed, mm -hmm. but there has to be a certain amount of 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 structure to the context, you know. Yeah. Where you you create an atmosphere where you can kind of get people to engage mm. but i mean you know there are there are times when i would move the desks around or i'd or i'd you know just do something left field like right we're going outside we're going to sit outside today yeah and and just and and just just mix things up a little bit yeah uh, for for the pshe you know just to sort of make it memorable mm. uh, to get attention you know because i mean you, you, teachers nowadays when you, you if you think about the the way in which you talk about computer generated imagery and all these yeah. this stuff that they see which is so incredibly engaging mm. in the games that they play and you know and what have you got you've 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 got your own personality and you've got your own way of speaking and you've got yeah. a few bells and whistles in the classroom mm. but uh, you know this is what when kids say oh it's boring school's boring yeah. you think well it's not meant to be like all singing all dancing no. uh, entertainment but there's still a value in what's what's there but you're right it's you know there's a structure that's still there uh, and if anything, a lot of schools are, are, are going back to a little bit more structure okay. uh, mm -hmm. environment. A lot of schools now mm -hmm. back to uniform, back to sort of a, yeah. a, a stronger rules system. And, uh -huh. but I, and then I think it's the value of just having that sort of this idea that there's got to be a, a kind of a pattern to, to every day and a, and yeah. a structure that mm -hmm. has to be accepted. And that's a, it's, you know, because this is what life is like. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it's, it's, it's you wonder what you know how things have changed even though on the surface the structures haven't yeah uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On that. i wonder if um, you know the the 
curriculum, for example, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm, I've got a massive admiration for the teaching mm, profession. Mm. Um, you know, you talk about a, a battle every day, you mm. know, against social media from Facebook, Instagram mm. to Twitter. Yeah, 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 yeah. This Absolutely. instant that gratification that, that that's, kids yeah. seem to want these days yeah. and stuff. And you're fighting against that almost to yeah, try yeah. and draw their attention in. Yeah. So massive respect and, and fair bit of empathy for them. Mm. I just wonder if the curriculum overall kind of needs oh. revisited a little bit. Well, I mean, it, it's a sad reality that uh, when the GCSEs and uh, were um, were remodelled a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. they, they've kind of been quite retrograde. They've gone backwards. There's a lot more emphasis on academic skills Okay. So it it kind of is making uh, the exam format mm-hmm. more inaccessible, more challenging for those who are less academic. Yeah. It's kind of targeted at the 20% who are academic. Mm-hmm. So the 80% who aren't are going to struggle to achieve in that system. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. I mean, you know, I look at my own subjects. If anything, that you know, the, the languages have got, what's got. They've gone back to translation. They've gone back to, to stuff like English to French translation, French to English translation, like literally, like yeah. very, very specific. And I'm thinking, wow, that's that's not just GCSE. That's O level. That's what I did when I was yeah. at school in the eighties and whatever, seventies and eighties. Yeah. So it's it's and anybody who's been in education long enough knows that things just move around and they come back round again and they move around again and yeah. there's never a kind of a the pendulum never kind of swings to the middle it always swings to one side or the other you know and and a lot of teachers nowadays would say that the, the curriculum is is too is too restrictive okay the creative subjects are not given a lot of uh, encouragement okay. um, and in, in when money's tight mm-hmm. And three kids in the year group opt to do music. Yeah. There's a very strong argument that music should not run. Yes. It's very hard for the head of music to go and say, let these three kids do music. Mm. Because the, the, the value for money thing comes into play. Yeah. So what you're talking about here is, is something which is kind of a little bit restrictive, very mm-hmm. sort of a bit of a, a bit of a, you know, straitjacket perhaps yeah. for, for certain kids. Mm-hmm. The vocational education has, you know, the... They, they, they changed that so they had more of an element of exiting formal exams rather than th- than than mm-hmm. kind of um, ongoing assessment of practical skills. Yeah, and that's going to make it more difficult for the non-academic to to access higher grades in that. So yeah, the answer to your question mm-hmm. is the this the, the government recently has not done things to change the system of education the education system mm. in a way which helps the four-fifths of the population who aren't academic yeah yeah and that's a little bit scary I think. it's very worrying you know it's it's a little bit scary i mean but and even in all of that context you know there is somebody who could be completely academic mm-hmm. but when it comes down to exams they just go to pieces absolutely so even though they could do the work mm. and could prove it through yeah. two years of continual assessments yes when it comes down to two years of work and then one exam and they go to pieces 
and and now more more subjects now uh-huh. they've gone back to this there used to be modules where you'd learn the stuff you'd get examined on it you'd never get examined on that again now it's like the, it's it's a cumulative exam it's a one exam or two exams at the end of the course yeah so two years work for every subject mm. and that is tough that is yeah. very very tough for yeah. the vast majority of kids absolutely and that that therefore means uh, you know that it's going to filter through that you're going to get a lot more kids who are alienated, who are put yeah. off, who are who are just they can't access that curriculum. Yeah. And it needs to be looked at more carefully. Yeah. Because there aren't the um, the vocational courses and the practical courses in every school nowadays. There, there aren't. Yeah. They're squeezed. Mm. Um, and what you need is you need to. Ideally, you need a, you need a school that offers the full range of things for, yeah. for the kids and, and doesn't sort of shoehorn them into something that's near enough. Yes, it actually offers them something mm. that's that's actually accessible and valuable and useful to them. You know. Yeah, something but, that interests them. You know, if there's something that interests a kid. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna engage more naturally. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I'd I'd be the first. Uh, I, I love that at Joseph's when 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 Joe Campbell would would brought in these things like the, you know, he altered the curriculum so that he blocked things so that kids could go to college, mm-hmm. okay. like to do hairdressing or beauty yeah. therapy or and 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 they used to get dressed up in their stuff at lunchtime and and they'd be proud to walk around oh I've got my stuff on because I'm going to college mm. I've got me the girls would have their white things on for the yeah. go and they had a sense of purpose yes and you'd get the you know you'd have the ones who were going out to do sort of uh, you know you know bricklaying plumbing mm. uh, st- and, and and stuff like that and you'd think you know or car maintenance I mean, how va- these people are very valuable to us. You know, these these roles are valuable to yeah. us as as a society. Mm. But it's like you know, I'm not going to get political about it. But but does the current government understand the ordinary kid in an ordinary school? That's the big debate. Well, I think that I don't think there's a lot of debate about that. To be honest, I yeah, think, I, I think mean, the answer is no. Well, that's <laughs> but, it. But they're know. making decisions which are binding upon schools, yeah. and, and and you know, as, as school management must be. They, they get very creative as try, trying to stretch the rules as much as they can yeah, yeah, yeah. on the kids' behalf. But yeah. you know, you, as soon as you as soon as you get to, yeah. to a certain point, you then get you then get in a big trouble if you're not doing what the what the, what the government wants. Yeah, you know? and and all of those, you know, those subjects that you mentioned and, and others like them. You know, those are the people who, through COVID, if you like. Those were the key workers. Those were the ones keeping the country running. And, I, and, you know, I, and things you know, like that. So it's, yeah, you know. there's a whole... I mean, this is a massive debate, but it's, it's all about the philosophy of yeah. of how you view your society, isn't it? Who do you Absolutely. value? Yeah. Why do you value them? Who yeah. should we value? Should we have a reset? Mm. Is it all about just being academic? Yeah. And also the idea that you can't make someone... You know, How far can you make someone who isn't academic succeed in an academic curriculum? Mm. Because yeah. remember, schools are judged on exam results. Yeah. And then money is about the number of kids to get to the door. Mm-hmm. So if you're judged on exam results, and your exam results aren't great, yeah. your funding goes down, and what happens? You can't have decent class sizes, you can't offer the wide curriculum that you need to do, yeah. and then it spirals downwards. Yeah, yeah. And it, it feels like as an, as an outsider looking in, well, as a parent looking mm. in, um, it feels like over the last 10, 12 years... The funding's been cut dramatically mm. over the over the years, you know. So, oh. and, and all you get from the government is we've never invested more in education. Yeah, but you know it's the same thing. Same with NHS. 
Yeah. Any public service, all yeah. they tell you is they're putting more in. Yeah. But you know, it, it's it's they never address the real issues. No. Because no, it's no. it's too expensive to address the real issues, and of course, yeah. it's all about the philosophy of, of where yeah. you stand on. Do you really want to to do that? I think there's a there's a political agenda there as well. I think yeah yeah I think um I, I remember um talking about this with somebody a while ago and and you know and their viewpoint was well look Phil who's going to educate you well enough to overthrow them? And I thought, well, okay, I suppose there's an argument in that as well. Very interesting. You know, um, so, you know, but it, it's it's interesting to hear about that curriculum side of things because, mm. you know, again, as, as the world changes now, you would I would have thought, I appreciate that there's always got to be a point where, you know, you've got to have your basic English and maths mm. and mm. one or two other general subjects. I, I get all of that. But I think there could be a focus now more on the stuff that you taught and 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 mm. what you drove forward as in those life skills now you know leaving school yeah. understanding what or at least having a good general understanding of how taxes work what's uh-huh. the difference between in the longer term renting a home or having a mortgage Absolutely. you know the, mm-hmm. the the life stuff mm-hmm. if you like mm-hmm. you know but it doesn't even feel like that's touched on. Well, no, I mean, you know, so you get things like, you know, it just, that gets squeezed in the curriculum as yeah. well. You know, it's a case of, um, well, you know, an hour a fortnight. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Which is, you know. And if it's, present, if again, all due respect to teachers, but if it's presented badly and it's not made interesting mm-hmm. because the teacher's not really buying into it for whatever reason or... yeah. They're not really motivated to teach that because their focus is this subject. Yeah, you know, there's all of that those was, types of things. That was the that was the big not the battle that I had. That was my big challenge to, okay. to when I trained people. It was in this. It was mm-hmm. case of right guys. Let's just step back a minute and let's look at why we're doing this. Yeah, and let let's let's look at how what is our job in this school? Is mm-hmm. it just curriculum departmental based or is it wider than that? Yeah. Um, and and this is part of, of, of what we feel schools are about so can we get on board with it yeah. I'll train you I'll help you do it I'll give you loads of support mm-hmm. but I need you to on on behalf of the kids not to do it for Ofsted you're doing no. it for the and, and that argument worked you know when you, yeah. when you kind of said to them do it for the kids Yeah. because it was often the group tutor the registered tutor who would, who would and they, those are the kids who um, who you really saw most often in the school yeah you saw them every morning. Mm-hmm. You saw them first, you know, and you looked after them, and you you you, you did a bit of that, and it was that person who taught the PSHE, and, okay. and in a way, you kind of said, "Well, look, come on, it's part of your job as a tutor, you know, you, you know, th- that time isn't isn't departmental or curriculum time. It's it's yeah. it's 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 looking after your little your group of kids yeah. in school that you're responsible yeah, yeah. for, and mm-hmm. and you know, why do we do that? Do you think that's important? Why is it important? If it is important, therefore." Doing this with them is important. Yeah. And ninety five percent of the people either were already on side or would eventually go. Do you know what you're right? Yeah. I yeah. Get, I get that. Mm. And that was that was important. And yeah. Because you know it's the classic thing of if not in school where. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Where. Yeah. Yeah. Because they've got to get home and put their Xbox on and, and do, uh, do whatever else uh, is and, important. And and you know. Mm a lot of them won't have that kind of formal kind of nurturing environment that, 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 that we'd all hope that we give our kids, you know. Yeah. So it's it's mm-hmm. tough and it's it's mm-hmm. you know, if 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 not now when, if if not in school where, you yeah. know. Yeah. So that you know. Mm-hmm. But um 
and yeah, it, it was a big challenge. It was a massive challenge. To be yeah. Honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was it was something I was very very passionate about, and I still am. Yeah. And, and um, uh, it was something that that did have results. Yeah. Uh, and that's what kept you kept you going when you felt you were kind of swimming against the tide of, of yeah. whatever. Yeah, but, but to take that from an idea, a formative idea, and effectively a blank sheet of paper, it, and it literally was to so, to yeah. build that up to where you where you were engaging with people. Mm. You had all of these ideas. You had other people saying, mm. "Can you come and tell us yeah. how you were doing that?" You know, that in itself must have been hugely rewarding as well. It know? was massively rewarding. It really was. When you know, I'd be asked. I went and they asked me to go and speak at some quite big conferences and I was just mm. like okay I'll do it <laughs> and and it was funny because I it was only then when 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 I, I just sort of talked about this stuff and I would say to people I would suddenly in the middle of the thing think that I would actually stop and I'd say like please tell me if I'm if I, you know if I'm just telling you how to suck eggs here yeah because to me it, this just makes sense and people would say you're not telling us to suck eggs but it's we all kind of know this but we didn't have it at the forefront of our kind of um mm. Our because because of other things in or getting in the way, yeah. but, you know, and it was interesting the sort of, and people would just at the end of every they'd say you know yeah I think this is valuable I do I do see mm. that we need to do it and it was good that then because I think teachers at heart want this is what they want to do you know yeah and and, yeah. and they don't want to be just focusing on the academic and mm. and because to be honest with you there's not there's an there's some satisfaction you get out of that. Yeah. I got so much more satisfaction out of dealing with the the real sort of um, mm-hmm. life skill stuff that I that yeah. I focused on towards the end, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed that, and it was mm-hmm. it was nice, and it, that it was very rewarding. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not a kind of a self satisfied kind of. It was more to do with the fact that you could see the effect on other people. Yeah. There was a concrete effect, a palpable effect on other mm. people's. Just they, they came and told you that yeah. it was working well for them, or that it was interesting, yeah. or they enjoyed it, or it made sense to them, or yeah. and that's what you want, you know. That's all yeah. you want to do. Yeah, yeah, job satisfaction is highest, I guess. Absolutely, you know. Because um, what's better than helping someone make a, make their life happier and mm. better and yeah, less problematic and yeah, and and that, and I think as a as a parent, that's one of those things in in every parent's night I've ever been to. Not too bothered about how they're doing, frankly. Mm. I'm bothered about are they well mannered, are yeah. they respectful, yeah. are they getting on with people, yeah. are they doing okay socially? Right. Absolutely. That's my questions. Yeah. We can talk about whether you got an A or B or yeah. a C later, yeah. or or you can put it on a piece of paper and send it home. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. It's more about yeah. how's he doing in yeah. the classroom, yeah. you know, in the school in general. I mean, that's a funny one. For I got to the point where I I used to. When I used to talk to parents of parents unions, um, mm-hmm. I changed the way I did it. I, right. I would always start by talking about the person, mm-hmm. talking about the kid. Yeah. And the number of times that I had parents say to me, wow, you're the only person in this room who has started talking about my son or daughter as a human being. Yeah. And I would then go on and talk about how they were doing. Mm-hmm. But to me, the most important thing was to let them know that I was interested enough to actually get to know their child yeah. as a as a person. Mm-hmm. And then if I ever had to be critical of the, the child's behaviour and attitude, yeah. they were much more open to that. Absolutely. Because they felt that I was actually, I had a kind of a, a real vested interest in them. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and it was lovely that the reaction I got mm. from parents that were just like, well, that's original, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not sort of, well, you know, in their last test they got this, yeah. blah, 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 blah. It was, well, can I just say that when, and, and you talk about them as a yeah. human being, their personality, yeah. the way they go on, yeah. the way they behave, yeah. their manners, yeah. their attitude, their interaction yeah. with other people. Yeah. Uh, and and you'd let them, parents, know that I'm, I, I do know your daughter, I do know your son. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that that's a, makes a massive difference to parents. I think that's, that's huge as, as a parent, that's absolutely huge to me. I mean, the last one I went to for my youngest son, mm. um, and we went and sat in front of one of the teachers, and the teacher said, who are you again? Mm. And that didn't really get that sort of little chat and, after a good and start. And was he sitting there beside? I was sitting there. It was me and my wife and my son. Wow. And went, who are you again? I and mean, I even thought, if you yeah, think that, okay. you, 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 I can't see how that saying that out loud is going to help anybody in the Well, even if you're not sure, I would I would just kind of maybe scroll up and down the register and say, I cannot find you and wait for one of the parents to maybe point the child's name out or something like that. Somewhere around it. To me, that, but it didn't get off. I th- I, the word that comes to my mind, that's right. unforgivable. That, like, yeah. I mean, would, but you know, but I wouldn't want to be critical. No, you no, never no. know. But yeah. uh, th- th- I would hate to be in that position. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it wasn't good. But never mind. Never yeah. mind. It was what it was. So, mm. um, but it, I, I much prefer that approach. I want yeah. to know how they're doing as people. Yeah. The, the academic stuff. We'll, we'll worry about later. Yeah. Is he okay? Is he engaging in the oh, class? You're absolutely like right, Phil. I, th- mm. I think that that that's that also sends a message to your child mm. that it's all about the person. Yeah, yeah. And and yeah. schools about it's about person. Yeah. Personal development. It's not just about academic success. And, yeah. And sometimes some of the parents who sit in front of you, you, you kind of find yourself having to sort of subtly and very very cautiously. Mm-hmm ask them to shift their expectations or their their viewpoint on their son or daughter who they tend to be just seeing them as as uh, an exam sitter yeah passer failer doing well not doing so, and thinking please don't define your son or daughter just yeah. by that because if you send the message to them that that's all you're thinking about yeah yeah then it, you're setting yourself up to be to be so yeah, it, criticized by this your child, or they're going to feel that they're not being valued. From, yeah, you know. yeah, it, it's it's definitely interesting one, and obviously every parent does their best. Every parent absolutely has their own opinions on things and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But for me, it's kind of very much like listen, just do your best. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. if your best means you get a D, fair enough. If your best means you get an A, hey, great, you know. That's exactly what I, that was my, f- in lesson one with every class I had, listen, yeah. whatever you are, I don't compare with each other, mm-hmm. I just want you to do what yeah. your best is, whatever that is, mm-hmm. whatever that is, whatever whatever you end up with, Yeah. you know, And but what we don't want to see is wasted, wasted opportunity. And, and you know, mm-hmm. and that to me is, is crucial, crucially yeah. important. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, and, and it's it's that... You know, I forget that I forget the name of the drone, but it's all the animals lined up. Yeah. 
Mm. And it's like, you know, if you ju- I think it's if you judge a goldfish by its ability to yeah. climb a tree, yeah. it'll live its life thinking it's thick or something. Yeah, something yeah, along those exactly. lines. Exactly. It, it, it depends what, 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 what yeah. criteria you apply, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You, you know, you might not be good or interested in science, mm-hmm. but you're a hell of a good woodworker. And exactly. Your hand-eye coordination's fantastic. Uh, I always tell the kids you know, how, how I wasn't good at everything, but, you know, the, the, the result I'm most proud of is my, my B in O-level maths because I knew mm-hmm. I was terrible at it but yeah. I worked incredibly hard with the help of a great teacher yeah. and you know I've, my, my, my degrees my A-levels nothing is as valuable to me as because I, I that was what I had to work for so yeah. hard and I tell them that story you know yeah, and, yeah. and that, it's funny that it sticks in the head you know but, yeah, uh, yeah yeah that's it but it brings you into the room as well it's not just sir yeah it, you, know? I, you know that was something I was very comfortable with and yeah. I think the more the, the feedback from the kids was that you you know he's interested in us as a person yeah and 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 then that defined their way they would relate to you yes and that's why I never although I lived right amongst all the kids never had eggs thrown at my windows never had it never had my car tires let down mm-hmm. I it, it was I was perfectly happy meeting the kids in the street and in yeah. Morrison's and where mm-hmm. I didn't have a problem yeah. yeah never had a problem and I think that that just meant that I think that there was that kind of respect there uh, of the fact that they knew I was on side of them. Yes. Uh, and yeah, I might be have very high standards. Yes, I might push them, but they knew that it was it was just about. It was all about it. This is for your own good. Yeah, you're not you're not pushing them for you. No. You're pushing them to be the best version of them in whatever area. And whatever you know. to whatever level that that yeah. that, that is possible, absolutely. And you're, you're, absolutely, and I think they felt that, and I've, I've and that, that's the message I've got from a lot of people who I've talked to subsequently. That, yeah. that when they come up and they, and they say, "We well, love your lessons," you know, yeah. and we've gone, "Oh, yeah, you're you're a, you you were you were a canny bloke," and I think, "Well, thank you very much." That that, that to me is the de- definition of a successful yeah. ca- uh, career. You know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, no, what percentage of teachers get that? <laughs> well, you know, uh, not. Not many, but the ones who would put themselves and they don't get it, I, I kind of the question would be, to what extent are you your own worst enemy? Yeah, yeah. And which, you know, or, or are you prepared to look at different ways of doing things that mm-hmm. might be beyond your comfort zone, Yeah. but will have big results for you yeah. in terms of um, your experience with classes? Yeah. You know, if you look at... If you redefine your, your your definition of success and satisfaction to yeah. include other things, mm-hmm. and you widen it out, yeah, then you may have more of a chance mm-hmm. of having a better having more better days, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's you know it's easy looking back after thirty four years, and I know that I, yeah. I, at the beginning of my career, it wasn't like that. I didn't, you know, I was, mm-hmm. I was the academic one, and, yeah. and suddenly, you know, it it evolved and. And that's interesting. Mm. Uh, absolutely. I think that's evolution in your job, your career and in your life as oh, well, isn't it? absolutely. Uh, but I, I mean, the downside of that is, and I think that's where we're going to sort of steer the conversation, mm-hmm. is uh, it demands a lot of a person. Yes. Mm. You know, if, if, you, if you become good at relating with young people, mm-hmm. they will then knock on your door at break time when, you're, yeah. when you need a break. They will come and say to you, sir, I, I, I need you to help me with something. Yeah. You know, I, 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 there's something I think you can help me with. Oh, yeah. 
and you, you, you kind of be careful of the monster you create yes because it will demand of you and and sometimes it, it you know they'll come and you, you'll do about relationship stuff and you'll you'll do about the basis of, of of healthy relationships and you know i've had i've had lots of kids come to me and and then i've had to put me um me safeguarding hat on because they've, they've said stuff to me which i've had to pass on and which has been a real concern but i'm yeah. so glad they did because they were in a difficult situation they were they were in a, a very vulnerable situation mm. but it takes it out of you emotionally it drains you yeah uh, and and you know when i said to you that i i, I retired early mm-hmm. Um, I, ju- I just I just thought that I just was was exhausted, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So the the downside of doing it this way is mm-hmm. that it, it emotionally and in terms of energy it drains you, and then and then sometimes it does get to the point where it's not it get it gets beyond that point where it's healthy. Yes. And yeah. you end up having to take time out. You end up. Have struggling with your own your own sort of mental health and yeah. and you kind of your head's too full and you lose that perspective on life and yeah. Um, so what what sort of supports available within the teaching profession around that sort of mental health type type of thing there? Well, I've got to tell you that I think that it's the classic microcosm of society. I think I think because teachers are very good at acting. Mm-hmm and projecting an image in the classroom it's kind of very difficult mm-hmm. in certain circumstances yeah. for individuals to to say they're struggling yes i think a lot of teachers struggle for too long and often they only then self-refer mm-hmm. when it's really really extreme or they've actually crashed and burned okay um, I think there's there's a perception that you will be judged as someone who can't um, manage. Yeah. Therefore, people are worried that's going to affect their their promotability. Okay. If I've just invented a word there, mm-hmm. um, it might affect the way they are viewed by management. Okay. Um, um, and also there's kind of, and I hate to say this, there's this is another issue. I think. There is a tendency in there is a there are in many schools, mm. teachers would say that management are not sympathetic. They are distant. They are not really that interested in the well being of their staff. Okay. In practical terms, they they mm. they'll have policies which say they are, but when yeah. it comes to it. There's a combination of not wanting to self-refer, mm-hmm. not thinking that you'll be understood, thinking you'll be judged badly, think, thinking that you will be sidelined. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of it, you know, is um, is done, it's peer support. Okay. You find people on the staff that mm-hmm. you, you, you click with, that you're friends with, that, yeah. you, that you relate with, and, mm-hmm. you, and you kind of... You muddle a lot of people muddle through mm. with the support of somebody who is perhaps more experienced, someone who understands yeah. them well, mm-hmm. who might signpost them. Okay. Um, I mean, there there is mental health support in school, mm-hmm. but it's kind of it's there, but people are hesitant to access it, and um, right. and they're also the the unions offer sort of helplines and and support. Okay. 
Um, but I would say that I would say the vast majority of, of mental health support for teachers is done by other teachers. Okay. Yeah, that's quite a, quite a concern though, you know, about a few of those issues, but oh, also yes. that the teachers um, may well wait until it's almost too late, if you like, they've crashed and burned because of the potential stigma of that Absolutely. around it and and the conversation that should hopefully continue to to be around mental health is it's not a bad thing to talk about it you know mm. the, the the slogan it's okay to not, to be, not okay. be okay and all that sort of stuff I, th- I think it sounds like that's still a, a I think it is a big issue I think address. it is um, um, I genuinely think that um, that there is an issue with mm-hmm conversations being able to be had yeah um and i think people are worried about i'm going to cause issues mm-hmm. in my department and in in the school by not being here or needing to take some time off yeah. or by um not being able to complete all of the tasks that i'm doing that i've been asked to do yeah. because I've, i'm overwhelmed mm-hmm. and there's also a I think a well-founded perception that if you go and say I'm struggling, the answer will be you've just got to manage your time better. Okay, so despite what all of those policies say, they'll they'll kind of knock it back at you and say, well, I think it's an issue with your time management. Yeah. You know, um, and I think a lot of people would say that the vast majority of, of schools aren't a place where that conversation would be sympathetically uh, received and I think that's why a lot of people end up breaking and taking a lot of time off or leaving the profession right wow okay they'll break and not be able to go back and just leave yeah Yeah. just find something else Yeah. yeah or be literally unable to go back wow okay that see that seems a real um, a real shame on the face of it then that there's not that level of support you know that um, for example somebody like yourself somebody who spent a long mm. time in teaching mm-hmm. you know to to maybe so an, an educational authority come to you and say listen Sean you know part time can you do us a couple of days a week and go into these three four schools mm. and just support the teaching staff you know, and mental health wise, just talk mm. to them, give them a bit of time and space, something like that. Even you know, as a yeah. you know, you're not related to the school directly. You're not directly on the yeah. on the um on the staff, so to speak. You're just kind of that support work yeah. after that. And if there was something that you could help with as an experienced teacher, great. You know that might be enough. If not, then you know. Mm. Okay, we'll refer you. Signpost here. it somewhere yeah. else. It's signpost you. I mean, personally, it's funny well, you mention that because uh, before we started this, I was saying to you that in when I retired, one of the roles I had was 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 as a cover supervisor, yeah. which meant that I didn't have to. I I was 
it was. I found it very. I found it fascinating because I would. I would. I would turn my hand and use my experience. But I'd be going to any lesson. Yeah. I could, I'd be, I could be doing sixth form psychology. Next yeah. lesson, I could be doing year seven science, and I've got yeah. year nine art, and I've got. And you'd bounce around the different departments, and what you'd do is you'd go in and you'd, you'd, you'd facilitate the learning mm-hmm. of an absent colleague. Yeah. Uh, they would leave something, and you'd, you and I look. You know, I had the experience from coming from teaching that I was, that, you know, and, and I gave it a good shot. But mm-hmm. it gave me a great perspective on on being a teacher when I wasn't one but yeah. I was in a school mm. so I had been a teacher I wasn't anymore I was still in a school I had a different role and it gave me a, a very interesting perspective on on how people coped being teachers again mm. uh, in in in, uh, in schools and I I I found myself just kind of doing a little bit of troubleshooting I'd I'd, once I got to know people really well, better yeah. sorry, mm-hmm. I would I would then say to them, they'd come in and and they wouldn't look great. I'd say, you're right, I'm having, having a good day, and they'd say, oh, I'm just I'm struggling, and mm-hmm. I would just let if they wanted to speak, I'd listen to them, and I'd yeah. I wouldn't try I wouldn't try and be intrusive, but if I would if they asked me for any advice, I'd I'd say, well, perhaps you might think about this. I'd yeah. a little bit of sort of informal counselling, or I'd say mm-hmm. stuff like, right, listen, um. Stay here. I'm putting the kettle on. I'm making you a cuppa. Yeah. Have you a drink? Mm. I'll go and look after your class for fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No judgment. No, no judgment. Just or something like you know. It's like, oh, I'm really struggling. I've mm. got bloody bus duty. Uh, I'll go and do it for you. Yeah. yeah. I'll I'll do it for you, man. Yeah. And then I started this thing where I just on a Friday I just I would go and buy a bag of chocolate bars. Mm-hmm. And I would just go in and I just put, sprinkle them around the staff room. Yeah. And people would walk in and this is typical of teachers, man. You buy you buy them a, a, a like a you know those four for a pound uh, are <laughs> offering yeah. in the supermarket, right? Yeah. You you buy a few packets and put them out in the staff room and 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 honestly, it's like you'd given them a, a check for a thousand pounds. Yeah. They could wow. sit down and have have a bar of chocolate. Mm. And you know I wasn't doing it to sort of. I just did it because I thought it's a simple thing I can do, and the mm-hmm. the effect that had. But that that's got nothing. It's almost nothing to do with anything other than I'm a human being, yeah. and I and I'm showing a bit of empathy and a bit of support to a fellow human being. It's just you know I know where you are. I know you. I know what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. I know the pressures. Yeah. And what would I appreciate? Yeah. I'll go and do your duty for you. Yeah. I'll listen. I'll go and look after your class for you. Stay here. Yeah. You know, you, you don't feel well. Just right. Take take five minutes. Mm. Do you think you should take tomorrow off? What's yeah. What's the problem? Yeah. And just try and do that. And oh, if uh, the younger staff, if someone was struggling, and mm. and then and I eventually was, people would talk to me and and they would ask me, oh, "Have you got five minutes?" Oh yeah, I'll come. And I just it was lovely to have that time where I wasn't rushing around. Yeah. But I was still working and doing. But I, I was co- it, it was something that was in my comfort zone. So I had. Yeah. And you know, people said, "Oh, you, 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 it's really good that you're doing that." I said, "Well, it just help people out." It's it's just it's helpful. It's supportive. A little bit of coaching. A little bit of yeah. advice. Whatever just they need. Sharing so, ideas from a from a perspective, you know. So, so it's it's almost like it's it's a shame that, you know that doesn't happen more you know because you think how many teachers who have left the profession or are on the sick from the profession you know for the sake of having somebody like that Mm -hmm. in their school Mm -hmm. overall what a difference that one person could make almost well the thing is that school budgets do not allow for that 
you're meant to kind of see your line manager and and, 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 and that's an academic relationship. It mightn't be someone you get on with. It mightn't be, mm. you know, luckily a lot of people get on in the department. Yeah. But if you didn't, mm-hmm. or, if, or, if I was, or if they weren't your type of person, yeah. the official channel, you've got nowhere to go. So you, you rely on informal channels about helping each other out. Teachers, are, they do a lot of work in the background to help each other out. Yeah. To look after each other. Because they do that because there's there's not a great deal of structure there, formal structure to help them. Yeah. There's nobody in there. There may be someone who's like on their job description, staff well being, but, but you know, they're yeah. they're a teacher themselves. You it may be a senior teacher if you don't yeah. want to you don't want to set that thought process running about yeah. uh, you know ability to cope, ability to, to to be efficient. Yeah. And yeah, I mean you know, and also that the. the, the the budget isn't there to have someone yeah. who just troubleshoots for the staff. Yeah. Um, and now that people say, well, they should have someone in the local authority. Remember, schools now operate differently. You've got, mm. um, you've got um, academy trusts, yeah. so the local authority doesn't have control over a lot of schools, mm. and the academy trusts perhaps don't have people in place for that, yeah. and, and they have their own rules about the way they do it. So there's kind of not a not a consistency across across school, you know. Yeah, yeah, and that's a, I think that's a real gap. It see it feels like a real gap if you've got something, you know. I don't know how many people are on the staff at Saint Joseph's, for example. You're well, that was, was a, I mean, if you're talking support staff, you're you're talking about a hundred and fifty people okay. in a big a big uh, mm-hmm. eleven to eighteen school, yeah. a hundred and fifty, hundred and seventy people. Mm. So if you have even one person there who's able to do some of that mm. and then perhaps even a, a recognised outside support worker and a recognised counsellor, somebody mm. like me, you know, who you refer on to if you think it's necessary. Yeah. You know, that feels like a huge gap. It is. It, 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 everybody would say that's a brilliant idea, but then eventually when everybody, somebody would then say but how are we going to pay for it? Yeah, how, how, how much is it going to cost and who's going right, to pay what, for it? What are, what are we going to take out of the school Yeah. to do this? Yeah. Because the yeah. budget is sliced yes. in very thin slices yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um, I mean, to spin this round, um, you know, there have been schools where when a chain, when, when, it's, when they look at budget requirements, mm. they... You know, they may have support staff, mental health support staff mm-hmm. and pastoral support who aren't teachers yeah. and are social workers or, 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 or counsellors. Uh, and then as soon as we talk about budget cuts, mm-hmm. the first people out the door are those people. Those so people. the kids yeah. lose mental health, pastoral, yeah. personal support. Yeah. And, and then, of course, it's back to that thing, if not in school, where? Yeah. Yeah. So once again, you're kind of, it's it's, it, it's an injudicious spending of money mm. when you cut support services in schools yeah. and you folk in order to fund the academic yeah. side of things. Well, mm. back to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't know if you've heard of this type of model before, um, but a few years back when I was doing my counselling training, mm-hmm. I did a bit of time up at a school in Morpeth. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they did was they had one member of staff who worked four days a week and ran a, a counselling service within the school. So she was a brilliant, brilliant woman. 
uh, Sarah Watson, she was called, um, and she ran this the this um the sessions. Okay, so she worked four days a week. She worked Monday to Thursday. Mm -hmm. There was two counselling rooms in the school. And within that, they had trainee counsellors because you have to do, as part of your counselling qualification, mm -hmm. you have to do supervised hours. Yeah, yeah. So Sarah was a supervisor as yeah. well as a counsellor. So you would get volunteer counsellors in, mm -hmm. free of charge, mm -hmm. and they would see between five and six students a day. So there's sort of, say, 10 to 12 appointments a day yeah, yeah. on a Monday. On a Tuesday, on a Wednesday, on a Thursday, and a Friday, the day where Sarah wasn't there, there was still mm -hmm. sessions running. They were available to staff mm -hmm. as well, mm -hmm. um, and that so effectively it was an inbuilt counselling service in the school. Oh, that's fabulous! For the cost of one person, because they used well, because counsellors in training sometimes struggle to find placements and things like so that. So it was, it was a win-win, so, you don't so get many of those, do you? It was a massive win-win. Now that kind of model, to me, makes total sense. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's something that you'd either heard of or... No, I, but I, th I think it's a model well worth exploring, as, yeah. long, as long as there's the this, this supervision and uh, due diligence there that... that um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, you know, and I think that... Yeah. I don't think you'd find anybody who would think that was a bad idea. Yeah. Um, because, you know, uh, that's going to have such a benef beneficial effect because mm -hmm. those kids, if they get listened to, if they get some input, if they get some support, yeah. they're going to be in a better frame of mind. They mightn't go to lessons and kick off. They mightn't go and upset somebody. They, might, they mightn't go and go and send off some horrible stuff on, online, which then yeah. blows up in, in, in the community as a whole. Mm -hmm. um, and then also they may access some support, which will help them um, with whatever issues they've got. Yeah. I think that's a fabulous idea. It's a great model. I think, I think it should be something that, that should be widely promoted and then... Mm. And then, then uh, Head teachers should be should be told about this because I bet there's there's quite a lot of head teachers who would buy into that if they knew mm. it was there. Yeah, well, I might. Uh, I wonder who I could talk to about that. Well, I, I, <laughs> I, I think uh, yes, I certainly think that you could you know have a chat with with that lady and then yeah. and talk about do you, could you put a little paper out somewhere and then yeah. and then just do a mail drop the schools. Yeah, I think I think that's a thing. I mean, and I mean, it was all it was all regulated. You know, she she was obviously the full time. She was qualified supervisor, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So she was she did the the monthly check ins with mm -hmm. with the trainees. You know, it was all monitored. We had to have our DBS checks and mm -hmm. all that sort of stuff. So it was all well regulated as well. Yeah, so, which is, which is um, yeah, and and that wow, I think that's a fanta fantastic use of resources. That and. Uh, and within the school, mental health was a it was a conversation. It wasn't stigmatized. There was nothing about it. It was it was great, you know. It was in, on the agenda. Yeah, absolutely. It was, it was in the ethos, yeah, which, which is what you, which is what you need to do. Yeah, that's the way it ought to be. Um, yeah. Whereas coming back to the, when you asked me about how it was, yeah, which is is the polar opposite of that, where yeah. it's kind of hidden and it's 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 mm -hmm. something which is. Because let's be honest, if you are struggling, mm -hmm. uh, to then feel you must hide that struggle yeah. um, is, is an additional pressure. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, and absolutely. it's not at all healthy. And it, it, it's it's kind of, you're talking sick sick building syndrome now. You yeah. really are talking about a community which is which is yeah. which is hasn't got not, hasn't got firm foundations. You know. No, absolutely. And I mean, a lot of the, a lot of them were kids in in the last year in school, heading into exams and feeling the pressure and feeling yeah. the stress of that. But when you talk to them about it, and uh, you know, and maybe say, yeah, but I think I should be studying four hours every night. It's like, well, when when are you gonna get the chance to be a fifteen year old lad, or <laughs> you know, and, and do what you want to do? You yeah. know, you you know, you you play for the local rugby club. Mm-hmm. You surely there's a night's training. Well, go and do that. You know, yeah. enjoy that. And then explain the benefits know, of that. Uh, you know, the, 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 the three hours you the lose there will make the other hours easier to get through, and you'll you'll be more profitable. Yeah. And I mean, to be honest with you, Phil, I mean, you could you could you could apply that same logic to to the, the staff who would go in and say the yeah. same things. I'm working four hours a night. Yeah. When have you got the chance to be? Yeah. Uh, a, a, a husband, a, a, a wife, husband, a, a, wife a father, a mother, which, which or um, or to be a, a twenty-two-year-old who needs a life and needs to establish yeah. good patterns of yeah. of, of living mm-hmm. in your career, yeah, so yeah. that you can stay in your career. Mm-hmm. That's it. Because yeah, a lot yeah. of them, a lot of them leave because they mm-hmm. just say it's just too full on. Yeah. Too, everybody I talked to, oh, I was a teacher. I left. It's it was just mm-hmm. it just took over my life. Yeah. Uh, and you know, it, it's a case of well, okay. It's challenging. Let's acknowledge that, but let's look yeah. at how we can actually, actually manage it effectively yeah. and share ideas on that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I think there's a wider perception of, oh, it's easy. You know, you get six weeks off oh. and all this, that, and the other. I think there's a wider perception of that, which, it, to be honest, it's something I've never bought into, but I, I know people have had conversations. I think there are fewer now after the whole idea when they all had to become teachers during yeah, lockdown. Absolutely. Uh, I think there's absolutely. A, I think there's a lot of that. But yeah. it's it's like anything else, you know, we, yeah. we stood we stood and we clapped the nurses but then um then as somebody once said, you know, um yeah but clapping the nurses doesn't cost you mm-hmm. when when you then say, well, okay, if we value them that much let's pay them a decent wage. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well that would be too expensive. Yeah. You yeah. know, clapping yeah. costs nothing. Yes, again, we're back to that political, you know, the political. I, w- I was a key worker, now I'm just a greedy union member who exactly. wants a pay rise. Uh, and, you know, and okay. then you, this, yeah, you, and then you, you so, criticise for taking action. Absolutely. Uh, and yeah, people yeah. have very, very short memories, very yeah. short memories. But absolutely. it's the same issue. I think, I think ultimately it's, it's about how do we run our society. Exactly. What yeah, do we yeah. value? Yeah. If we value that, yeah. then we have to. It's going to cost us. How do we pay for it? Yeah. We do it this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and why do we do it? If that's going to be hard, because you said you value it. Yeah, exactly. But uh, getting back to what you said about mental health, I think, a lot, uh, I mean, when I had any issues, I, I, a lot of mine was, self, was, was self-help. Yeah. A lot of mine was um, knowing, uh, like, exercise. I mean, I'm sitting here now uh, because I know that if I don't exercise during a week, mm. my head gets cloudier than it, than it needs to be. Yeah. When I exercise, mm. my, my, my head is clearer. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel better about myself. I feel fitter. I feel sharper. Yeah. And it just gives me that. It just it, it gets the chemicals in the brain nice mm. and settled. It gets plenty of oxygen to the brain. Yeah. And I think that it it massively helped me when i was having tough times when i when i was when i was literally exhausted mm-hmm. it was it's it's counterintuitive but the more mentally exhausted you are you get out and do some physical exercise yes 
yeah physical health and mental health very closely and related. it's very yeah. difficult to, for people to understand how you feel you have no energy mm. but but exercise which knackers you gives you energy and they say that doesn't make sense and you'll say try it and you'll yeah. understand yes and there's that whole thing about looking after yourself mm. looking after you know factoring factoring exercise and or whatever is your place of joy and 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 relaxation yeah could be playing music it could be singing it could be going out and running marathons it could be yeah. wherever you find your joy in your switch off yeah do it factor that in because you know the benefit of doing it and the drawback of not doing it exactly. the price of not doing it mm-hmm. but the, the payoff of doing it mm-hmm. so i think it's a combination of taking responsibility to a certain degree yes but yeah, yeah. one of the things about being mentally unwell and being depressed or being anxious is that and sorry, this is more for uh, the listeners than it is because I know you no, know this very well. Phil, right. That depression robs you of the ability to do what is most beneficial for you at the time. Absolutely. Yeah. So you know what you need to do is find a, a, as as I don't know if you're familiar with Claire Weeks' work, the famous psychologist mm-hmm. who's written the, the best-selling books on this. Yeah. She says you need to find a trusted friend. Yeah. somebody who knows you inside out who you can rely on who will guide you Who, because sometimes you literally need somebody who will physically take you yeah. to a place that's going to help you yeah, yeah. take Absolutely. you to an appointment make a phone call for you yeah. because you don't want to speak on the phone you, mm-hmm. you, you, your head's pickled and you can't manage to get it out who will go, to you to the, go with you to the doctors and yeah. speak on your behalf mm-hmm. In a non-judgmental, non-condescending way, yeah. they're your they're your good friend. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you need that as an element of self-help and an element of su- of supported help. Mm-hmm. And then there's, then 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 there are the outside agencies, yeah. those excellent, wonderful counsellors who have such experience of dealing with with these things, mm-hmm. and they take away the. They, they, they'll, they'll help you understand mm-hmm. what's in your head yeah. and how it's hoodwinking you and how they can how, how to structure a recovery mm-hmm. and there are the, the, the medics who, who will give you perhaps the medication which you need to be able to, to go through the doors that you need to go through mm-hmm. because you need to have that, that, that element of, 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 of perhaps drug treatment that you need to get you because of you may be in a place where you need to do some some drug supported repair yeah. work mm-hmm. then you need other things apart from that and so there's there's a lot of strands to it absolutely yeah yeah uh, but i think the trusted friend thing and the self help is is, yeah. is 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 the the key thing and yeah because if you don't get those in place i don't think you can do the rest because yeah. you won't have the confidence you won't have the, the ability you won't have the you won't have the the kind of the even the 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 verbal ability to communicate yeah. your issues. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. I think there's a lot in there, and mm-hmm. and I think teachers are very good at being told they have to look like they got it right all the time. Yeah, yeah. So it's hard for them to say I'm struggling. Yeah. I can't do this mm-hmm. because it's kind of not in the kind of the mentality that you. It's not in the nature. It's not in the nature. It's not in the the kind of the job description either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I think that they do find it tough. Yeah. Well, any teachers listening, 
if you're feeling anything like that, you know, urge you to reach out to that trusted friend. Trusted colleague. friend, and because on know. every staff there are people who you wouldn't approach. Yeah. But there are people you would approach, uh, and also, I mean, um, one thing I would say is that if you're a, if you're still a school which is which is affiliated to the local authority, mm-hmm. you can go directly to occupational health. Okay. So please yeah. do that. Oc Health. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've had some. I had one of the most life changing experiences was to see somebody in South Tyneside Occupational Health mm-hmm. who was a man who, who who helped me unlock things that have that have been massively, massively helpful to me. Yeah. And he was a very, very gifted counsellor. Um and it was one of those like light bulb moments, you know. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So there are people out there to help you, you yeah. know. Um and that is something which you can have access to as a council employee. Yeah. The issue comes of course is when you're a trust employee. Mm-hmm. Well, what is your trust does your does your school um uh, academy trust have that in place yeah um i don't know uh, you you may find that you you you're, you're hitting brick walls mm-hmm. but i'm sure there'll be somebody on the staff you could ask without yeah. without it being a dangerous question yeah for whatever reason yeah or a a, 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 a question which you shouldn't have asked i'm yeah. sure there's somebody in every staff that you go to and talk to even if it's not directly their responsibility yeah 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 they perhaps will be somebody who could signpost you. Yeah, you'd like um, to think so. I'm sure on every staff there is, but it might necessarily be the people who on on the flow chart of who you're meant to talk to. That yeah, you're meant to talk to. So yeah. forget the flow charts. Go with someone who you know you can trust and you know you can yeah. speak with. Yeah. But do speak. Yeah. Do, or if you can't, get your trusted friend to speak on your behalf to yeah. take you, or even to go and speak on your behalf without you being there. Uh, and I think that's because there's no shame in that. You, no. If you had a broken leg mm-hmm. and you you lost your crutches, yeah. you would say to somebody, can I just lean on your arm yeah. so I can walk? That's it. Yeah, yeah. It's that classic thing of we, we judge mental, mental health issues yeah. in a way which we would never judge physical health issues. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I need a wheelchair. Yeah. But I'm scared to ask for one. No, you say I need a wheelchair. Yeah. I need some crutches. Yeah. You'd use yeah. that, you know. And in the mental health context, you know, use that friend as a crutch. Absolutely. You know, crutch in a crisis. Absolutely. And then allow you to get to that point where you don't need that crutch anymore because you've recovered your self confidence or your self belief or whatever it yeah. is, you know, you've yeah. rediscovered your balance. And, yeah. and, I, and I, yeah. I guarantee you that you will then be a crutch for that other person at some no point. Deal. No, it, it, that, that is how it yeah. works. It's just, it, and, and it, it's funny, I mean, I'm a, you know, I, I have certain uh, ways of looking at the world, which, which you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a person of faith, and I, I believe that, for example, you're never given what you can't cope with. Yeah. But sometimes we can't see that. Mm. But you need someone to help you see that and to, and to help you through it. Yes. Um, and then, if that person ever needs you, it tends to be the time when you're feeling good and you're yeah. in a position to be strong enough to help that person as yeah. well. Or at least to help them, put them in contact with somebody who could help them. Yeah. So there's that, you know, and I think it's a case of... You hear it in everything about mental health. Mm. You need to communicate. Absolutely. But if you can't find the words, mm-hmm. go and talk to somebody who you know really well and they yeah. will help you communicate yeah, and they'll absolutely. help you make that, that connection. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, communication is key. Mm-hmm. You know. Courage. Yeah. Courage as well. It, it, I, I respect massively anybody who comes through my door. 
because they've shown the bravery and courage to come in the first place. Yeah. You know. And do you know what it is? And and that's, it's always, it's never lost on me. And, and and then I think that I I think once you've done that, there there is such a it's such a contradiction in terms. There's such a strength in expressing that weakness. Absolutely. What is perceived as a weakness but isn't. Yeah. There's a strength in, in, in voicing that need for help. Yeah. Um, because it's hard to do with it. yeah, it's yeah. difficult yeah. Mm-hmm. and if your professional structure tells you that you're meant to be someone who is always in control mm-hmm. when you don't feel in control yeah, you get this double whammy of, 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 of feeling you've let yourself down letting others down and it's, yeah. it's hard yeah. it's really hard but mm-hmm. you know you'll never be worse for talking to someone no However hard it is, and, uh, and it's it's yeah. often the start of the recovery. That's yeah. the first step on the road to recovery. Yeah, it'll never have a, ne- a negative impact. Absolutely no, not. No, I, I don't feel it will. But, uh, it's it will. definitely a, 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 a token. Token is uh, is the only way forward. Yes, it <laughs> is. Know? Yes, it is. Uh, because you can't solve all your own problems. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, as somebody who's now stepped out of the mm-hmm. teaching pres- profession completely now, um. I know you've worked or continue to work in music promotion in yeah. on your stage. Yes, I, I, my, I was lucky enough. My sons were, were very gifted musicians. Okay. Um, and they were given a, a break when they were very young. Mm-hmm. Um, and their band started being very popular when they were mid-teens. Okay. And they've gone on to be very, very successful. The band is called the Maverick Rejects. The Maverick Rejects, uh, okay. and they also play in a band called the Yeoman Funk Band, which is something they do to have an outlet for different style of music. Okay. They also play in. Uh, they do solo work, duo work, trio work in different formats mm-hmm. with different friends in the music. Yeah. Uh, okay. Community. They're now you know they're they're, they're late mid late twenties now, mm-hmm. but they now both work in the music industry. Okay. They have had such. Uh, a great grounding in in, in, in interpersonal skills mm. because of the music industry. Yeah. Um, and I, I you know, I don't know how I worked full time and then went and organized and I super I supervised them, I managed them, I mm-hmm. did all the diary for the band and and um, now it's kind of shifted where the eldest one's taken that over. Okay. Uh, and now since I've retired, I've gone back to doing two roading uh, jobs a month, which is great. <laughs> I don't mind doing it because yeah. I, I know I'm going to get up and teach kids in the morning, uh, which is great. You know, so I don't mind travelling back from uh, uh, wedding venues in the middle of Northumberland at <laughs> half one in the morning, um, yeah. uh, having done a complete set up and take down but yeah I mean uh, bottom line is I then I then had this feeling that when I retired I, I, I thought I bet there are other people's kids out there mm-hmm. who are just as talented as my lads were yeah. who also deserve the chance to shine okay. and I set up this thing and I came up with a name only a stage and I just said right it's totally free mm-hmm. I'll provide the instruments I'll provide the PA system I'll provide all the stuff you need to perform, yeah. I'll provide the venue, okay. I'll provide the structure, I'll provide the organisation. All you've got to do is say, I'd like to perform. Mm. I don't care what you perform, to sing, you play, you mm. sing and play, yeah. you, you, you do whatever. I will just provide that. And I thought, I wonder what will happen. And mm. three years down the line, I'm working with the most incredible group of young people mm-hmm. and families yeah 
and we have very regular events okay which give them those involve a great sense of achievement a great sense of self-expression mm-hmm. a great sense of personal development and satisfaction and they, they, they love doing what they love yeah I then look at the parents who watch the kids doing what they love and, and they can see that they're enjoying it and that has a massive effect on them and that's yeah. great and um, it, it's weird how it just is an extension of what I was talking to you about before mm. it for me I mean it, it's, it's, it's all about the music but it's got nothing to do with music yes it's yeah. all about people coming and growing. Yeah. Not just in their ability to, to sing, to play, to no. perform, their no. confidence, yeah. their inner but also it's just as as people who and it's amazing that the kind of people who find the organization mm-hmm. it's amazing that they all have a very similar story. They tend to be kids who were the the only one in a year group who's into music. Okay. They were bullied, they were mocked, they were picked on mm-hmm. for being musical, mm-hmm. for going out for singing lessons, yeah. for carrying a guitar to school, for being the geek. Mm-hmm. And then they come together in this room yeah. and they meet people of their own tribe and they, they, they go, I'm not a geek. Yeah. And they grow in, they know that they have this group where it's safe, mm-hmm. they can talk about what because what they want to talk about the others want to talk about what they want to do the others want to do yeah they can find someone who if they're a guitar player and they don't want to sing there's a singer who needs a guitar player boom a duo yeah and you just have this thing about it's just it's all about letting them have that outlet where mm. it's it's the it's the hole for their peg yeah. and and it's it's a different shape from the others and and you know I've had some incredible experiences, mm. and it's been wonderful. It's, I feel so privileged to do it. And people say, "Why do you? Yeah, why don't you charge them? You'd make a fortune." It's not about that. Yeah. Nobody, you know, and the parents are so grateful. The kids are so grateful. I love being with them there, mm-hmm. and it's all about that just human development thing. Yeah. And and, and knowing that, like I said before, mm. there's the outlets aren't in school. Absolutely. For this, yeah, so yeah. they need something outside of school. Yeah. And out of that has be, has come another organisation, which is kind of which which for those who are who are now wanting to do it as a career or is is is, is a part time profession. And mm-hmm. now I've got an agency where they're of an age where they can be booked into venues and they do they do gigs, they get paid for them. Right. You know, it's kind of something which is 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 career orientated as well, mm-hmm. a bit more serious, a bit more formal, but it's something which you know uh, is is just great because that gives them a way of getting into the industry it's that natural progression isn't it it is you know? and uh, you know i didn't envisage that but mm-hmm. it, it's it, it it the need for it became obvious yeah uh and so i've got like these parallel things running and mm-hmm. now i'm working with loads of venues around the northeast there's a, there's a there's a kind of a network of venues who who support what we're doing mm-hmm. and also who say well it's 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 not the same you know like there's this kind of thing where in acoustic music, which is a lot of them are, they're playing in, and, and where the, the typical acoustic player is a young man in his mid-twenties with a very well, well-groomed beard <laughs> yeah. uh, who's very well-dressed, who yeah. sings a song. They all sing the same songs. Yeah. And a lot of mine are, they're, they're girls mm-hmm. who 
for example, play keyboard and sing. Right. They are girls who who, who have a, a two girls in a duo. Okay. And it's 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 like okay. Mm-hmm. I was at Stack yesterday. We did a, a session at Stack yesterday where yeah. we had people on, and, and the comments I got were, "Hey, this is just so different from what we normally see, wow, okay. and it's equally as good." And I tell you what, it's I don't know. This is just different, mm-hmm. and it's it's just like, it's kind of off center, mm-hmm. but it's it's kind of well, that's my niche, you know. Yeah. And and so there are some venues love that, and yeah. so I've got regular venues where I put these older ones who mm-hmm. are into the profession go in and I'll then, then put a, a younger one who's coming along as a support act with them right, so okay. they're looking at the that's their next step for them yeah. in the future mm-hmm. uh, and I've just met some incredible people and, and, wow. and some incredible performers yeah, yeah, yeah. who are just uh, like unbelievably gifted yeah. but they're, they're, they're not in the sort of like the X factor the yeah. that kind we're not interested in that we're the kind of the opposite of that yeah, yeah, where yeah. it's like you know you discover somebody who, who at the age of sixteen, there's one girl age of sixteen mm-hmm. who's already got a full album of our material, original material. Wow! So I'm lucky enough to say to her, Sophie, your songs are good enough. Mm-hmm. When you play them, mm-hmm. they get such a reaction. I'll put you in contact with my eldest son, who's got a recording yeah. studio. It'll do you a good deal. You'll not. Yeah. You go to one of these other places, they'll rip you off. You'll do it. You'll do me a favor. Yeah. Go and record your album. Yeah. Wow. And like, you know, it's all, yeah. I know people who could kind of accommodate yeah. these ones who are coming through. Yeah. And it's great. There's a, there's a real reaction there that like, we love this yeah. because it's kind of, it's a kind of subculture, mm-hmm. but it's, it's a very, it's something that's really interesting. And I get a massive amount yeah. of satisfaction out of that. Yeah. Um, like I just sat yesterday watching the crowd at Stack and, and we're watching these people playing. Mm-hmm. And you could see they were like, Wow. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. And you could see them saying how much they were enjoying it and yeah. saying this isn't the same as we always get you know yeah, yeah. the same songs by different people mm-hmm. uh, who pretty much look the same yeah. and and I'm thinking yeah that's great yeah you know and um, that's a great venue the stack it's at Seaburn yeah, yeah, yeah I haven't been there you see yeah, right. my eldest works there uh-huh. and, uh, and 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 he's on very good terms with the um, mm-hmm. operations manager so right. we have two hours a month one for the younger ones yeah. on an evening mm-hmm. during the week and then a weekend one for the the, the ones who are about to be breaking yeah. into the circuit yeah, yeah. who are very who are good enough to yeah. be there on a weekend mm-hmm. in a slot which is quite sort of high high um quality slot yeah and several of them have been taken on by stack fantastic yeah. And that's a way, and you know, because yeah, they're good yeah, enough, yeah. Uh, and and it's not because it's not because they do. I'm being done a favour for that. No, it's because know. they are good enough. Yeah. And the fella said, right, Sean, give me their details, and we'll contact them, and we'll put them yeah, on the, yeah. on the roster. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Fantastic. So yeah, yeah, I mean, they get a great experience, you know, mm-hmm. and 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 uh, like my motto is, if 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 you're good enough, you're old enough. Absolutely. absolutely in regards to that it's 16 and having a full album's worth of original material and and it's not just good for a 16 year old these songs are they have depth they have you know they they have hooks they have depth they have they have wit and they have they have uh, that person just needs to be seen by the right people yeah yeah you know and it's it's great to be involved with that. Fingers crossed, there will be. Yeah. Yeah, and I, 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 you know, it, it's lovely to see that. Yeah, it's yeah lovely yeah. to see, and, and as long as they're happy, that's that's all I'm bothered yeah. about. And you have, you know, 
you have just as much passion about that as you did about all of those years in teaching and stuff. It's, it's, it's almost like re-energising you. It is, man. It, it, it's outside the system, you know. It's, yeah. it's all about. It's the same thing. That's all about personal development. It's all about yeah. using the gifts and talents you were given, mm. and it's all about helping people use them and giving them, giving them like, oh yeah, yeah, you've you've got this energy, you've got this ability, you don't know what to do with it. How about mm. we'll give you an outlet? Yeah. And then, oh, if you need the album, so and so. You need a show reel shooting. Mm. I'll show you so and so. You know, and your gifts and talents within that, as an organizer and a facilitator, and a friend and yeah, a supporter, yeah. is all there and coming to the fore again. It's it's very much the skills that I developed as a teacher, yeah. and, and I I do a lot of support for the families as well because there's families that have been that are struggling because that the the parents are devastated that their kids were bullied at school, yeah. and then I you know I help them with this bit of advice when they come to me. It's not so you know it's just something on informally, but mm-hmm. it kind of word gets around, mm-hmm. uh, and I'll get I'll get I'll get direct messages from parents. Look, I'm, they're not doing it this month because they're struggling with this, and I'll say yeah. well, you know I'll have a word if you want, and they'll, mm-hmm. they'll, and, and then you know and then it kind of I've also built up like a. A group of the senior ones who like peer counsel as well. Yeah, yeah, much like the more experienced teachers. It's it's you know it's, if it works it teachers. works yeah, and it yeah. doesn't matter what who, yeah. if, if the system works. Absolutely. Try it out. Absolutely. Try it out. You know. No. And it's lovely. It, it it's it's and it's it's all of the 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 satisfaction I get from that. Mm. It it it's I'm not I'm not needing to have it as a business. Yeah. Cause I'll never be a businessman. No. Um, but it's just all about the, the satisfaction that yeah. I see on and mm. sense I get, and also the seeing them yeah. fulfilling their ability and whatever. Yeah. So, so that's yeah. it, and that reward that you get is is that. And that helps my mental health. That yeah. helps me when it's when yeah. it's when it's organising it all. It's a big payoff. Mm. Uh, and yes, I get frustrated with certain things, but but the, the payoff is massive. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's Huge. another things that that helps me stay balanced and, and and to be able to be a still a good father and a good the, the, as good a husband as possible um uh, and and it you know it helps me stay where i need to be as well fantastic fantastic keeps me young as well uh yeah when, I, when i'm i'm now at the stage where there's these these kids are coming to perform and, and, I, and I taught their parents so yes. they're coming in and i think oh my goodness yes. you know and it's, it's it's about five or six of them whose kids have are right. now coming through and they're working with me and, I, and the parents were my students once so it's a lovely a lovely experience the, the passage of time oh, oh and yeah, <laughs> something like that you've never changed oh believe me I think I have <laughs> excellent no well um, listen Sean I really really appreciate your time today it's, I thoroughly um, enjoyed it Phil and it, it, I, I just I just hope that uh, you know it's been useful and it's some, it, it strikes a chord with people and mm-hmm. and that they that it, somehow they get something from this that'll It'll perhaps help them in some way, in some way, you know. Let's hope so, yeah. That I mean, that's the whole point in this this sort of this podcast is to just continue to grow the mental health conversation and, and help people to be, you know, Absolutely. maybe a bit better than they were before, you know, and self develop. Yeah. Keep encouraging on so, um, and the the experiences that you've had, the experiences that you've shared. I'm sure I will ring ring uh, bells with some people. Well, and, I hope so, Phil, and I would just like to say also, I think it's a. It, it, your idea here, I think, is fantastic for, for 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 to help exactly what you said that 
with the benefit of me talking about it, I think we've got to acknowledge the fact that it was your idea to do this. So I think it's 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 a great a great use of time and and, yeah. and of your your experience and your 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 gifts as well. So well done, and, and I hope that um, I hope that uh, you know the rest of the series continues in a in a helpful way for people. Thank you very very You're much. Very welcome. Yeah, much Lovely appreciated. Okay, take care. Thank, thank you very much. Thanks. Thanks. Cheers now.